You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Kenny Ortiz. This is Theology for the Rest of Us, recording from the Sunshine State of Florida. Thank you so much for listening. I am grateful for all of our listeners. This is episode 188, and I'm going to answer a question that came to me by email from a regular listener about the topic of suicide, a very important topic to address and also very sobering in a lot of ways. I have discussed suicide in previous episodes, but wanted to address this again based on the email that I got from a regular listener a few weeks ago. Hey, before I dive into the content, just quick reminder to everyone about the importance of making sure that you are subscribed to the podcast. It is the only way to guarantee you never miss a single episode. When you're subscribed, episodes get delivered directly to your device. So head on over to our website, click on any one of the subscription buttons. That'll make it super easy. You can find it at theologyfortherestofus.com. Okay, let's get to the topic at hand. I'm going to talk about uh, the topic of suicide. Again, very important topic, uh, very sobering topic, and obviously a topic uh, that we need to be very sensitive about when we discuss uh, because there's lots of people out there uh, that have that have been uh, been affected by suicide. You know, someone in their life committed suicide, a family a member or a friend or someone they looked up to in, in some way or another. Uh, so there's no doubt there are many people impacted by this. Uh, I got an email from a regular listener a few weeks ago asking me about the topic of suicide, specifically asking whether or not uh, someone automatically goes to hell if they uh, if they commit suicide. And, and there are some churches and some denominations out there that would say that if you commit suicide, you automatically go to hell. Um, I actually have addressed this this specific question on the podcast before, but I didn't realize is that the way that I addressed it probably uh, doesn't help people realize that I've addressed it. Um, and so this person emailed me and I said, hey, back in episode 43, I actually talked about Judas, uh, the one of the apostles, who one of the disciples of Jesus who uh, committed suicide. And I, I had been asked before whether or not Judas was in heaven or in hell based on the fact that he committed suicide. So I answered that there. Um, so I emailed the person back and said, hey, episode 43 covers this question. Um, and then the person came back and said, oh, I didn't, you know, didn't realize that you had addressed this because of the way that the question is, or the way that the episode is titled. And then I realized if someone is scrolling through the archives and they look at episode 43 and they see the question, is Judas in heaven or hell? Well, that doesn't necessarily answer. They don't, it may not realize the person scrolling may not realize that that episode actually answers this question. So I wanted to to sort of address the topic again um, with a, a clearer title uh, just to make it clear to everyone who may be scrolling through the archives. So uh, if you want to kind of you know go back and listen to episode 43, I talk specifically about Judas and his sin and specifically whether or not he, we know he is in heaven or in hell. Uh, my conclusion that I that I set forth or, or the kind of what I said in that episode was um, that I don't think we know whether or not he's in heaven or in hell. I think it's likely he's in hell, but we don't know for sure whether or not he's in heaven or in hell. And you can go back. So you can go back if you like, go listen to that. I also talked about the topic of suicide in episode 130. And I talked about whether or not Job was suicidal uh, and whether or not that was appropriate 
you know, kind of how he was wrestling through his despair and, and frustrations with his circumstances. So I don't answer this question specifically there, um, but there in episode 130, I did uh, talk about suicide to some extent. I want to encourage you, if you want, you can go back and check that out. Uh, and so what is the answer to the question? Um, is suicide something that will send you directly to hell? Uh, and the answer I have is no, not necessarily. Um, now, scripturally speaking, suicide is equated with murder. It's it's a form of self-murder. So it is sinful. To commit suicide would be wrong. It would be sinful. Uh, it would be outside of God's ideal design. I am quite confident that suicide uh, is something that brings great sadness to God's heart, and, and it is certainly something God does not want people to do. Um with that in mind, understanding that suicide is sinful, we also have to remember that that one sin by itself doesn't necessarily send you to hell. Okay, suicide, while it, while it is a form of murder and it is sinful, it is not a sin that has a greater power to send you to hell than any other sin. Right? Any sin you commit has the power to send you to hell, and Christ has the power to forgive your sins and and rescue you from the eternal consequences that come along with sin. If you are in Christ, if you are a believer in Jesus, I believe that God has forgiven you for all of your past sins. He is forgiving you of the sins that you are currently committed, and he is already looking into the future and wiping the record clean and forgiving you of all of your sins. Christ has saved you. He is saving you. He will save you. He has fully justified you. He is justifying you. He will continually justify you. He has sanctified you. He has washed you. He will continually sanctify you and continually wash you. Christ and his grace and his love and his forgiveness overshadow everything that we do. And so if someone is truly forgiven, if someone is truly a Christian, if someone is truly a believer and they love God, but but they are grappling with despair and depression and, and, it, and they come to the point in their life where they're willing to commit suicide and they go through with it and, and they were to, to kill themselves, I don't believe that they automatically go to hell. If someone is truly a Christian, if they commit suicide, God will forgive them of that sin and they will go to heaven and they will be with Christ forever. Now, let me give you the caveat. I do believe that if someone is truly a Christian, if someone truly does love God, if someone is a true believer, that it is highly unlikely that they will actually commit suicide. I, I think I think suicide is a sin that is so drastic that it is highly unlikely that someone will go through with it if they truly have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of them. If someone has truly been born again, they probably won't do it. Now, again, I'm not I want to make it clear that I'm not eliminating the possibility. Is it possible? Yes. I don't think it's probably very likely in lots of cases. So I, so I think it's unfair for us to say we know for sure if someone is in heaven or hell after they commit suicide. Again, I think, as I said with Judas in episode 43, I think we don't know. I think it's most likely that he's in hell, but we don't know for sure. I think it's plausible that maybe at some point he was truly forgiven and and and, and is in heaven Again, not likely, but possible. And I think the same is true today. Anyone who commits suicide, I think I think it is not likely that they were saved, but I think it is it is plausible. Depression and despair and, and the troubles of this life are very real. So I never want to say to someone, I don't ever want to say that someone would not do something um, and, and discredit the possibility that they were truly saved just because they face some you know, horrific uh, or very depressing circumstance. You know, we don't always know what people are facing and, and how and how much despair someone might 
kind of face. We, we, we never quite know for sure. So we don't want to make absolute statements. We want to be sensitive to where people are. We want to be theologically accurate, but we don't want to assume or make absolute statements about certain people because we haven't walked in their shoes. So again, we just want to be sensitive to where people are. So if someone came to me and told that, told me, hey, this friend of mine committed suicide, are they in heaven or in hell? I would say, well, the fact they committed suicide is irrelevant to whether or not they are in heaven or in hell. I would say, did they live their life for Jesus? Did they love God? Um, is there evidence that they were believers? If the answer is yes, then, then, then hey, they probably are in heaven. Um, how they died is, is irrelevant. Now, I know there are some people out there who say, Kenny, you can't give this message because people who are Christians will just commit suicide and go to heaven. I, I don't. I don't, I'm not afraid of that. I'm not nervous about that because, again, as I said earlier, I think people who truly do love God are going to seek after God. People who are real, true Christian, genuine Christians are not going to go to that scenario in most cases. However, as I said multiple times already in this episode, I think it's plausible. I think it's possible that someone who's a true Christian would just say, you know what? I can go to heaven anyway. Let me just kill myself because I'm tired of this. Um, and what I want to say to that person is that is not God's best for you. There, there's lots of people out there that would say you're going to go to hell if you commit suicide because they're trying to motivate you not to commit suicide. I think that's not, I don't think that's the, the theologically or doctrinally accurate way to motivate people. So, so if someone were to come to me and say, listen, my life sucks. I hate myself. I just want to get, I love God, but I just want to get to heaven and get this over with. Why should I not commit suicide? Here's what I would say. It's not God's ideal design for you. We as Christians should seek to fulfill all the potential God has endowed in us. I'm not sure that suicide does that, right? I would say, listen, God wants you to embrace every situation that you are in, no matter how crazy, no matter how painful, no matter how much despair. God wants you in that situation to honor him. God wants you to seek to honor Christ and to to use that situation to shout to God and to demonstrate to God that you trust him no matter what. We should seek to be patient and allow God to work things out. No matter how difficult situations go, no matter how painful situations are, no matter how much despair or depression, no matter what you face, no matter how much abuse you've experienced, no matter what has come your way. And listen, I know this life can be very hard sometimes. It can be extremely difficult. I know. I've been there. I've experienced it. People experience very real despair and depression in this life. I am not trying to, to mitigate or lessen the reality of your pain. I'm simply telling you that Christ can work it out. He promises, God promises in Romans 8, that he works all things together for the good of those who love him. Listen, if you love him, he will work out your situation for your good. I promise it. And the reason I can promise that, the reason I can guarantee that, is because he promised it first. He guaranteed it. In the Psalms, David wrote, my time is in your hands in Psalm 31. Like, that's the attitude that God wants us to take. Listen, David faced all kinds of very depressing, painful, difficult situations in his life. And in the midst of that, he said, God, I trust you. My time is in your hands. No matter what pain you experience, no matter what you go through, God can bring you through it. And God can use it to sanctify you and, and to, to make you into the person he wants you to be. And he promises that he can and will 
bring healing to painful situations. In Isaiah 61, the prophet Isaiah is proclaiming on behalf of God. He is saying that he will bind up the brokenhearted. He will proclaim freedom to the captives. That he will release from darkness the prisoners. That he will proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. He will comfort all who mourn. That he will that he will bestow on them the crown of beauty. That instead of ashes, he will give them the oil of joy. That he will turn our mourning into praise. That instead of the spirit of despair, that he will cloak us with his with his righteousness. Like these are the promises of God that when you are in painful situations that he binds up the brokenhearted, that when you're facing despair, he can turn it around and give you joy. That when you are feeling captive and enslaved and imprisoned to the to the painful situations of life, he can give you freedom from that. Jesus has the power and he has promised that he is willing to bind up your broken heart, to give you strength in the midst of difficult situations, to comfort you when you mourn. That is the promise of God. And if you are willing to chase after him and you embrace his promises, the Holy Spirit will come. He will comfort you and he will He will get you through the difficult situations. He may not change his difficult situations. He may not fix them. He may not take them away. He may invite you to go through them and to experience the difficulty. But the promise of God is that in spite of difficulties, he will work it out in the end for your good. He does not promise to take them away but he does promise that he will use them in a profound manner to make you better and to work things out in your favor. That, my friends, is the promise of God. That is the reason we should not commit suicide. Suicide shows God that you don't trust him, that you don't believe his promises, that you don't believe that he's going to be there for you, to comfort you and to work things out. Is it possible that someone could commit suicide and go to heaven? Yeah, it's possible. But that is far, far, far outside of God's ideal design for you. God desires to be with you, to comfort you, to bind up your broken heart, to give freedom from the, give you freedom in the areas where you are captive, and ultimately to proclaim his favor in your life, on your behalf. Friends, Jesus promises to work it out if we trust him. Hey, before I let you go, let me speak directly to anyone out there maybe that is that is suicide of themselves or that has thought about killing themselves let me let me speak to you directly number one i would encourage you implore you to pray cry out to god but listen don't stop there i would encourage you to go get help go talk to someone there is no shame in that go to your pastors go to your elders go to your church leadership and tell them listen i am seriously considering suicide i desperately need some help and, and allow them to help you, invite them into your life to counsel you, to be there for you. Listen, if they won't help you for some reason, let me give you a website you can check out. And I'll have the, the link to this in the show notes. It's aacc.net. That's the website for the American Association of Christian Counselors. And I want to go to their website, find a counselor in your area near you, go talk to someone, get a counselor, they'll help you, they'll walk you through it. Please, please, please do not go through uh, this process by yourself. Get some help. Pray, get a pastor or get a counselor. Do all of the above. Do what it takes. Get someone to help you. And if all else fails, listen, if, if no one will help you and you can't get a hold of someone, email me and I promise I will step in and I will help you. I will help you find a counselor or a pastor in your area who will be there for you. I promise. Shoot me an email, heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com, and I will follow up with you and I will help you get a counselor. Do not go through this by yourself. Do not allow yourself to, to face this, these circumstances by yourself. Uh, I don't want anyone out there who's facing depression or despair to feel like they've got nowhere to go. 
please find a counselor, get a pastor, or if you can't, if, if neither one of those help you, email me and I promise I will step in and I'll help you. That's my offer to anyone listening to this. In conclusion, whenever someone comes to me and they ask me about suicide, if they were to say, hey, if a human commits suicide, do they go right to hell? I typically want to diagnose why they're asking the question before I answer it. If they're asking about someone they know, maybe someone, a friend of theirs or a family member committed suicide, they're asking because they're trying to determine whether or not that family member is in heaven or in hell. I typically going to say, listen, I don't know. We, we can't make a determination based on whether or not they committed suicide. We have, to, we have to look at the totality of their life. And we say, okay, how did this person live their life? Did they love God? And that's how we determine whether or not they're in heaven or in hell. In, in general, uh, when it comes to suicide, I would say, it's more likely they're not than not than they're actually in hell and not in heaven. It's it's more likely they're in hell. However, it is possible that they're in heaven. Again, let's examine the totality of their life, how they live their life, and allow that to determine whether or not we believe they're in heaven or in hell. On the flip side, if someone is asking about it because I think they themselves are suicidal, then, then I don't want to I don't want to give the the theological answer per se. What I rather do is actually encourage them about God's power to bring healing, God's power and promises to work things out. And I would encourage that person to get pastoring help or get counseling help. I don't necessarily want to have the doctrinal conversation because that's not as helpful to that person in that moment. What I really want to do is push them to seek after God's ideal design, to, to seek after fulfilling their potential and embracing the situation that they are in in a way that honors God and allowing God to step in, trusting him to work it out for our good. I think diagnosing the motivation for the question is helpful in how we should answer that question. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. Hope this has been helpful to you as you seek to answer sensitive and sobering topics like the topic of suicide. For anyone listening to this that wants to connect with me personally, find me on Twitter. I'm sort of a Twitterholic and it's really the best place to connect with me. Find me there. My Twitter handle is at Kenneth Ortiz. That's K-E-N-N-E-T-H-O-R-T-I-Z. I'm Kenny Ortiz and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us.